Hello and welcome to episode 148 of the NeuroProCo podcast. As usually happens when I attempt to, uh, especially when we're attempting to record a solo episode, the we run into a bunch of to- problems and I have to record over and over again. So uh, there are some things that are going on in the mean while I am recording this podcast, including an up to an up date for iTunes, uh, because there's a thing that I would very much like to put at the end of this podcast, but we'll see what happens. So in the meantime, uh, we were off for a week last week where there was not an episode, mainly because there was a bunch of things that came out, uh, mainly Stranger Things, that ate up a lot of our time. And in order for us to do a review, which might actually end up spreading into two different episodes uh, for Stranger Things, this is a lot to cover there. So yeah, uh, there was a we took last week off mainly to watch Stranger Things, also to see Thor Ragnarok, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, so basically. I and the rest of us didn't record anything because we were actually consuming media so that we could record about it on a later date. Uh, The good news about that for you guys is that uh, you have more time to watch Stranger Things if you haven't already, which if you haven't already, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Uh, I have one or two friends who just don't have Netflix, so they haven't seen it yet and they probably won't actually see it, but whatever. Anyway, this is going to be a solo episode, because uh, again, uh, we could not all get together. We're going to be getting together. The next couple of episodes are going to be us covering basically everything that has come out the past like couple of weeks. And then there's going to be probably another comic book episode, and hopefully a bunch of guests are going to be coming up soon. Uh, those have been scheduled uh, for later in November, which means that those episodes will probably be going up at the end of November and the beginning of December. And then there's a thing that may or may not, a big thing that may or may not be happening in December, uh, more as that as it develops. In the meantime, uh, so some things that uh, you guys should know about, I keep saying this, and I will continue to say it, keep an eye on at NerproQuo on Twitter. Big thing that we're trying to do now is if you are a fan of this podcast, if you listen to this podcast at all, hit subscribe if you dig it. Uh, hit subscribe even if you don't dig it, and or if you just like me or you're my friend or whatever. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. Share it. Any way you can, especially people who aren't already friends of this podcast, if uh, we're very, very short-lived. I know I said last episode we were going to do it all Halloween week, and then just the timing of it, I did it once, and then no one really picked up on it, which was initially was a bummer, but not really a bummer, because it means uh, we still have all of this Halloween swag, all this horror swag, which I've now decided that if you are a fan like I am of Stand Against Evil, which I am going to be uh, talking about a little bit, we're probably going to be doing a a a bigger review of that later uh, as more episodes come out. But uh, if you didn't already notice, huge fan of Stand Against Evil. We're going to be live tweeting Stand Against Evil every Wednesday at 10 on IFC. Uh, yeah, we're going to be live tweeting that 
probably going to be some giveaways, some horror-related giveaways, all the stuff that we basically didn't get to give away during the Halloween, uh, the stretch before Halloween, and then, of course, what happened because we were all watching Stranger Things, basically didn't keep up with the posting things on Twitter. In any event, uh, like I said, at Nerdpurko on Twitter, we're live tweeting, you know, check us out, live tweeting, Stand Against Evil, The Flash, most of the time Arrow, most 99% of the time, uh, Legends of Tomorrow as well, although I will say we tend to not tweet as much during Legends of Tomorrow uh, for no other reason than by the time that comes on, most of us are just, uh, our brain, our, our brains are fried. And or the only thing that we can do during Legends of Tomorrow is make fun of it. Uh, I mean, I personally love Legends of Tomorrow. It's really cheesy and ridiculous. But uh, it, it kind of embraces its own cheesiness and ridiculousness, which is why I still watch it, why a couple of us still watch it. And yeah. So live tweeting all of those shows, so check that out. And like I, like I said, uh, one of the reasons why I'm telling you that we are live tweeting those shows is going to be throwing in giveaways during those. I'm going to keep doing this mostly because even if no one responds to them or no one actually like what we what I the idea is during those episodes we're going to be hosting giveaways. Basically, all you have to do is either retweet like our website retweet one of the podcast episodes that you like, listen to an episode, hit subscribe, send us some proof. It doesn't really matter uh, at this point what you do. We're just trying to get the, you know, trying to get more listeners out there, trying to, you know, get in contact with more people. And even if you're just like a listener or you're someone who follows us on Twitter and you want to like, uh, email us nerdproquo at gmail.com or just hit a you know at nerdproquo. I know people have been hitting us up on Twitter, some of the followers, you know, and interacting with us. Like, if you want to talk about stuff, uh, I am open to that. If you have a project that you would like to promote, uh, always down for that. Just trying to find new ways to get the podcast out there. So, if you're at all a fan, uh, spread the word any way you can. And yeah, like I said, giveaways. Even if nothing happens with the giveaways, we will still have them, which possibly means, uh, which basically means in New York City and also possibly the event, like I said, that I keep talking about, but I can't give you details because I don't. Number one, it hasn't been confirmed. And number two, I don't want to jinx it, that we're going to be uh, bringing a pile of whatever we don't give out in the next like month or so to those to that event and other events that are going to be happening so yeah there's a lot of cool stuff there's some stuff from loot crate uh that you guys could win there's uh some just stuff that we have there's at least one exciting dc thing that i'm debating that i might uh do as a twitter giveaway but it's going to require, uh, if you want it, there's going to be, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be a dick about this. I hope I don't sound like a dick about this. But the thing that I have for the DC fans is actually a pretty expensive thing. So it's just like, if you want it, and I post it up on Twitter on at nerdproco.com, I'm going to be like, here are the things it's like that we would like you to do if you want us to send this to you for free. 
uh it's a pretty awesome thing i'm not gonna we had it as like a prize at a live event that we have that like just ended up that no one came to uh which was a super bummer but wasn't wasn't our fault because me being a dumbass scheduled it uh on what was it memorial day weekend when everyone was out of town so yeah we have that we have some comic books that we're going to be giving out some trade paperbacks so much stuff that needs to leave the lair here or the more than one layers basically the lair the headquarters of nerd quo we get stuff from loot crate that we just hold on to uh periodically just yet like stuff that you know for one reason or another it's it's still like in package or whatever and we just you know don't necessarily want to sell it i would like to give it to fans of the podcast if at all possible so there is that what else i mean there's there's so much stuff i i would like to talk about let's see uh as far as nerdy stuff is concerned, there's a bunch of stuff that is going on, but this might be one of those episodes where I just ramble at you for like 15 or 20 minutes, uh, and I want to tell at least one story, if for no other reason than I was amused by it, and those of you who work service jobs or have ever been on an interview, I think it might be amusing for you. So, like I said, solo episodes, it's great if you listen to, if you're a friend of mine and you want to hear these stories. That's great, too. If you listen to the first five minutes of this and you're like, what the fuck is it? Who is this person? Why aren't there other people? Where are, they? Where are the guests? Where are the guests? Uh, the, the guests are coming. I know I say that all the time, but uh, it's just a scheduling thing. It's what happens when the podcast is, you know, you have to do it when I'm available to do it and I have to do it when the guests are available to do it. But, Yeah. So all of that is stuff that is going on. Oh yeah, the, the, the of course the live show, show plugs. The uh, living room comedy show is every Friday night at the Postmark Cafe. That is Sixth Street between Fourth and Fifth Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn. Go check that out. It's free. You. What I always tell people about that show is that like you're gonna see funny people. It's free, and like any comedy show, unlike a lot of other comedy shows that you could go to. Uh, even at a comedy club where it's just like, if you don't already know the people that you're going to see, what I tell people, if you haven't been to a comedy club, go to a comedy club, like definitely go do that. But the amazing thing about that is that, you know, whenever you go to like a show that is any number of comedians, you're going to have maybe three, you know, you're going to have a night that's maybe six or seven comedians, maybe more, maybe less. And maybe three or four of those guys are going to be really funny. You're going to really enjoy them. And then two or three of those guys, you're going to be like, okay, I'm here. I don't, because humor is so subjective, uh, which we will get to when I tell you the story, which I think is funny. You guys might think it's funny. Doesn't really matter. In any event, uh, back to comedy shows and promoting the living room comedy show is unlike going to a comedy club where you're, you know, shelling out maybe 15 or $20, maybe more, to go see, you know, this comedy show and then shelling out for two drinks, making having you have like a $35, $40 that you've spent, and maybe you go on a night where, like, you like none of the comedians because you're going in blind. You're not going to see, you know, necessarily people you know the great thing about the living comedy show is it's the same quality of comedians you're basically seeing the same show 
number one. Number two, 85 to 90% of the time, you're seeing a clean show. So you're not seeing, you know, there is less cursing, less cursing. A lot of comedians don't know how to handle that. And they're like, I, I don't know how to do my set without cursing. But generally speaking, if you're going to a living room comedy show, you're seeing a show that is relatively clean. Uh, you know, you could even maybe bring your kids to it uh, if you want it. Although I don't know if they're not teenagers, they might not get half the jokes. But the great thing, like I said, about the Living Comedy Show, my main point after this random, this just uh, me babbling at you about it, is that it's free. So even if you you only like two or three of the comedians, you didn't pay for the show. You're getting this great show and you're getting it for free. It's like this podcast. You're not paying for it. And yes, I know I said I would put up the PayPal thing. That still hasn't happened. That's because, like I said, scheduling. I didn't want to put up the PayPal thing until I was sure that we were consistently putting out episodes. That's basically why I've put that off. Uh, but that is going to be going up soon as far as like a PayPal thing where you guys can contribute if you want, like a dollar. Or if you give us more, great! That's fantastic. If not, then not. I'm not going to... Like I said, I do this because I love doing it and it's a lot of fun. But and if people want to, you know, you know, give us a dollar to help, you know, with uh, the web basically the website maintenance costs, which is about $40 a month, uh give or take, you know, keeping up uh the hosting the site and the Neuroproco site is about $40 a month. So, yeah, that's going to be going up soon. I know I, I know there's a lot of stuff that I keep saying. It's going to come out soon, and then we here we are two months later, and none of it has happened. Uh, but a lot of that stuff is going to be happening like a lot uh, more effectively than it has been in the past. Uh, there's a couple of series that I know we didn't cover that I, we definitely live-tweeted, like Preacher. We haven't discussed, and that's because there are guests that are coming that we definitely wanted to discuss that with at least one of the guests crazily enough uh one of the guests that we're going to be having on at some point soon ended up a writer on one of the shows that we were watching and reviewing and live tweeting so that's going to be exciting when we have him on some comic book artists are going to be coming on some you know indie creators some really cool stuff it's just it takes time, so I know with the internet and all this stuff, all this stuff you could be consuming, like, well, they, they didn't put up an episode for a week. Fuck them, or, or fuck, him. fuck them, you know, whatever. Uh, so many things have happened, and you didn't cover it. Eh, we're bored of you now. Okay, that's I'm, you're, I'm fine with that. Uh, it's okay. Uh, we're going to be putting out. You're just going to keep doing this. We're going to keep rolling along. So the story... While I'm rambling at you. Uh, so those of you who may or may not know this, uh, a couple of us, including one of our frequent co-hosts, Elia Lucero, we both worked at a bar. We've recently been doing some, uh, I was looking for a bartending job and also like scouting venues and that kind of thing. So I ended up at a place, I guess, uh, I won't, I, in the stories that I was telling to people, I was, I was telling people, uh, what the actual name of the place was, uh, I'm not gonna do that here for 
no reason at all. So I, I went to an interview. Uh, I got a random call uh, to go in for a bartending job uh, at this place in Brooklyn that is very old. And it is like a presentation kind of hall, like a wedding hall. Uh, and then a beer garden next to it. Uh, a few of you who live in Brooklyn might have already figured out where it is. It's just not giving you a name and then describing it. You're going to, the smart ones of you will have already figured it out. But I will tell you this, this interview was the only way I can describe it is it was the twin peaks of bartending interviews. And, uh, like if at any point Kyle McLaughlin showed up, I would not have been surprised. Uh, someone pointed out like, uh, the character that uh, Christopher Walken used to play on Saturday Night Live. If uh, the Continental showed up and just said that he was the owner of it, I would it would not have phased me. So I go into this place, and I go to the beer garden. There's a person who greets me who I'm not sure. It's this woman who's dressed all in black in like a black sort of suit-ish outfit. Not a complete suit. It's like, you know, black button-up, and it just looks like a, mor- a mortician. Uh, I am not entirely sure whether they were a bar, if they were the bartender or like the hostess. I couldn't tell because they were behind a, uh, a a a computer and a cash register that was also part of the bar, but she was not behind the bar, so I couldn't tell whether she the bartender. So I just asked, you know, where is it? she was like, "Oh, go look for the person you're looking for." But, uh, oh, and I, this is why I'm doing this because I'm trying to clarify this story. I know I'm babbling, so this is, it's going to go over to place. You're just going to have to sit with me on this one because I haven't, like, I'm trying, I'm working on this story, much like you work on a bit and stand up, never mind rambling. Anyway, before I get into the beer garden, uh, at the entrance to this beer garden, the more details I give, by the way, the, those of you who have been to this place are going to know exactly the place that I'm talking about. There is a life-size model, I want to say a stuffed model of a horse, an Appaloosa. If you don't know, like Google, Google image search Appaloosa, and you know what I'm talking about. But it was it was white, and the mane was like rainbow painted, and it had like rainbow like highlights and I guess like glitter on it. So basically, I'm walking into the entrance of this beer garden, and I am confronted by what is basically a giant My Little Pony, which I was like, okay, I don't know why that's in your entrance, but fine. And then I meet the weird uh, woman who is behind what I can only, what was maybe the bar, and she goes off to be like, oh, the person you're talking to is in the office, I'll go tell her. And she's like, okay, the office is like, go down uh, past the awning, and then there's a doorway, you make a right, uh, and the office is right there. Uh, Of course, I walk, because listening to these directions, I am assuming that I walk past the awning, and then there's a doorway where the office is. Actually, you go into the awning, into the main entrance, and the office was to the left, so her directions were completely wrong. I get into the office, and this office, I, I don't know if you're from New York and you have ever been to a city, uh, like uh, the court system or someplace where you're just like in an office that just looks like it's been there for a hundred years. This is what that office is. Just smacked of just old white people money. A very nice middle-aged woman in a semi-pantsuit uh, greeted me, and I sat down. She gave me an application 
to fill out and I'm filling out the application. She disappears for like 15 minutes. I'm assuming, uh, just to let me, you know, fill out the application in peace or to go off and do other thing. In the meantime, while I am filling out this application, I'm kind of taking stock of the room. Uh, there is taxidermy. There are stuffed, uh, creatures. There are, uh, antlers everywhere of various deer the um there is a receptionist uh in another part of the office there are two different receptionists uh both older women one of them is arguing with someone on the phone just trying to get that person to actually identify themselves so all i'm hearing is this woman yell basically yelling like no you need to tell me who you are first uh because this is a business i'm assuming it was some kind of sales call and i'm used to that and there was another woman who was arguing with someone Clearly, either in Italian or Spanish, I wasn't focused enough on it to tell which it was. Uh, all this is going on while I'm filling out this application. And then a random cook walks in and asks to borrow my pen. So I give him my pen. He smells uh, pretty... Uh, he comes in and he's he is mildly drunk, and that's putting it delicately. Uh, it's clear he'd been... Uh, drinking a little bit, uh, he signs in and signs out uh, of it, of this place uh, while I'm filling out the application and then disappears behind a doorway to belch for the next 10 or 15 minutes. So to give you a visual, I am in this old office sitting in a very uncomfortable wooden chair. There are weird yelling happening in another room uh, with two receptionists I am surrounded by taxidermied animals and deer antlers, and there is a drunk cook, uh, cook, coke, a drunk cook behind doorways just belching for ten or fifteen minutes, and then lady comes back. Uh, no explanation to. I don't know what happened to the cook because I stopped paying attention. The belching stopped. Uh, maybe he passed out. I don't know what happened. Uh, lady comes back, and I have a pretty standard bartending, you know interview and then as i'm going you know she asked me some personal questions about my history uh i was a television radio major in college she asked me what what happened with that and i was just like basically life life happened with that uh, and now i'm doing this podcast and then she shook my hand and and basically said you have a very nice radio voice which uh, i don't know if you guys who listen to the podcast would agree but uh that was nice and I left basically going, what the hell just happened? Did I go in? Did I go into an episode of Twin Peaks? I know I'm telling this. This is terrible, and I've already wasted 20 minutes of your time telling you this story. And it's like, where where is the punchline? Is it just this bizarre story? But I'm hoping that those of you who have been on these weird interview experiences exp appreciate this story. And I have no idea why I told you, especially because this is a nerd po podcast that tends to skew, skew kind of political, and I've just told you a random interview story that uh, wasn't particularly funny, in my opinion. It was funnier when I, uh, when I told it before, and now that because I've been rambling at you and trying to record this, it will get better. It'll get better. I promise the next time I tell this story and you hear it on a stage, it, it will be funnier. There will be jokes attached to it and uh and i will also tell you all about uh how i don't trust uh cute animals or animals with hands 
And I won't even get into that, honestly, because now that I've wasted maybe 15 minutes of your time telling you this random interview story, I'm not going to tell you uh, about how I came to uh, mistrust and hate uh, cute animals and animals with hands, particularly cute animals with hands. Uh, and I'm just throwing this out there. Uh, fuck sea otters is, is, is what I'm going to say about that. Uh, and uh, I will get into that at a, at a later date. I think, I think, unless I think of anything else, uh, I'm going to try and put something that's a lot funnier at the end of this uh, ramble that I have made. But uh, there are a lot of cool things happening and they're going to happen uh, in later episodes of the at, of the podcast. So I hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, if you didn't, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. Stay nerdy, y'all. Thank you very much. Thank wow, thanks. Ah. Well, um, I'd like to tell you a little bit about myself. It will take an hour, and then you're dismissed. I was born on August 24th, 1964, which is exactly nine months and two days after the Kennedy assassination. Which tells you all you need to know about how my father processes grief. And now when I watch the footage, I have very mixed emotions because I realize if he misses, I wouldn't be here. Okay, hurry up, hurry up, he's almost at the underpass, shoot! A lot of people don't, that's not funny, you can't ever joke about that. You can joke about anything if you do it in the right context, that's all. And to prove that, just to get the show off to a good start, let's kick things off with an AIDS joke, a rape joke, and a joke about 9-11. You ever had a gay friend who was a little overweight, and then they suddenly lose a lot of weight really quickly? And you don't know if it's good news or not. <laughs> and you have this horribly awkward, hey! <laughs> you look great. <laughs> and in your mind, you're going, juice fast, juice fast, juice fast. You know, when you think about it, any whistle can be a rape whistle. <laughs> Except maybe a slide whistle. Someone's raping a clown down at the birthday party. 
have you ever wanted to rape a clown? And you follow him to his car and he gets in and you end up having to rape like 40 clowns? I think my favorite part of 9-11 was the Muslim terrorists when they went to Muslim heaven, which we all know isn't true. They can't be in Muslim heaven, they're in Christian hell. Unless they go back and forth, which you can do because they're both pretend. <laughs> but when they went to Muslim heaven, because they martyred themselves, the reward for martyrdom, which is in the Quran, they each got 72 virgins. That's the reward for martyrdom. I don't recall sex with a virgin being the best sex I ever had. It was, uh, it was very awkward, overly emotional, it was very hurdy. And don't forget the next day that 72 phone calls. Are you my boyfriend now? Oh God. People forget Muhammad Atta is up in Muslim heaven. Why can't you just be cool? Hang on. Why can't you just be cool? Hang on. Why can't you just be cool? Hang on. I, uh, <clears throat> I have a little confession to make. Uh, I actually have never slept with a virgin. But I do love breaking the seal on a new GIF. You gotta be really hard. Enjoy the image. I paint a picture with words. There's no middle ground on those jokes. People love them or hate them. That's how with everything now, like the, the president, people love them or they hate them. But I try not to get too upset about it because we've all had this before. Everything that we have now that is crazy, it's happened before, just not as much. You know, Donald Trump is just Richard Nixon. Just a little bit more. <laughs> One day there'll be Donald Trump, but a little bit more. Yeah. I, I don't know how that's possible. But somewhere out there, there's an orangutan that likes to shoot people with a super soaker full of cat pee, and he just got elected to a school board. I was watching a music documentary about Prince on the anniversary of his passing. And my father walked past the television and he went, oh, little Richard died. <laughs> He's kind of right. Prince is just little Richard 
just a little bit more. <laughs> and Little Richard doesn't get the credit he deserves. Little Richard had a big hit. Good golly, Miss Molly, sure likes to ball. He was a gay black man singing about fucking straight white women in the 1950s. <laughs> And he had a voice of doubt in his head. Every performer has a voice of doubt in their head before they go on stage that says, I'm not good enough to do this. I can't be doing this. I'm not good enough. And that insecurity is what propels them onto the stage. And little Richard had that voice. And little Richard's voice was in the voice of little Richard. So he was getting ready to go on stage in the 1950s and sing about fucking straight white women, and all he could hear was, you ain't no good, woo! <laughs> if I was you, I wouldn't even sing. I'd go home, hide under the bed, and kill myself, woo! <laughs> Can you imagine if everyone's voice of doubt was the voice of Little Richard? <laughs> Would we have ever gotten to the moon? If Neil Armstrong had echoing through his helmet, you ain't gonna be no astronaut! Woo! You can't even climb a ladder! 